Hey, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're talking about follow-up. The last episode, we talked about these new rental broker fee laws. This episode, no longer. We're going to talk about the ramifications of it and some of the lessons you can learn from this confusion that is temporarily on hold until it becomes fact or fiction. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, so last episode, we talked about this article that's been going around pretty much everywhere. It was one of the top stories online in New York, possibly the country. I'm not going to verify that one. Possibly the world. Not going to verify that one either. But most certainly in New York, the D- Department of State, DOS, issued guidance about how rental fees are supposed to be paid. If you didn't listen to the last episode, long story short, if you are in New York City, you are very likely to pay a broker's fee for an apartment, more typically of more cheaper apartments or walk-ups or landlords that do not have lots of apartments. They basically outsource this fee to brokers, which is uh, technically passed on to the tenants, so they don't have to deal with the burden of employing a real estate broker formally on their staff. They can outsource it as a freelance service, thus not picking up the liabilities of hiring someone to do that or the liabilities of marketing apartment, which if you are familiar with federal laws or snap or federal laws or New York City laws pertaining to tenant protections, it's a lot. So the DOS issued some guidance on how to do this without any notification. They said, hey, no longer can you represent a landlord or an apartment or a the space or a company to get a tenant and then collect the monies from the next tenant to pay for the fees of listing or brokering the apartment, which is typically how it is done in New York City or a city of mostly renters. 70% of all the housing market in New York City is dedicated to rentals. So a lot of people are impacted. We're a transitional city. Some people come and go. They come for work. A lot of people here forever. Most people here forever. And it's part of the housing market. So people just rent. So it's a rental city. It's very much unlike the rest of the country. So that was passed. It's a kind of a huge deal because for the consumer, it means less upfront costs for a industry that's quite large in New York, the real estate broker community, where there's about 30,000 real estate agents, give or take, in New York City. That's a big part of their business. And also, it's kind of got some implications of philosophy of should the market deal with this issue that is a problem for some people or... Should the government regulate it and say, hey, this is a bad practice? So it's, you know, it's like the free market, small government versus big government, social welfare-ish type things. It's more of a regulation than social welfare, but it does fall into that category. So anyways, this passed or was put into action about, I think, Sunday, Monday last week, maybe Thursday, Friday, 
within five or six days, there was a lawsuit against the Department of State, and it has been issued by a judge to put this new correction to the business on halt. So as of now, everything is still the same. The issue, my in my opinion, is that a lot of these online blogs and places like this, newspapers, ran sensational headlines that you're going to save money or the whole thing's going to be different to sell ads and they've kind of misled it because even if it was in order, if you hire a broker, you're still going to pay him. If you still go to an apartment that has been marketed by a broker, but they're not representing the landlord, you still have to pay it. So there's, it's just, uh, there's a lot of gray area with it. And then also, you know, people in the business, they'll, they'll, there's a way it'll be figured out. So it'll be baked into the market. So what's, what's, what's happened now? So we're in this gray area now till March 13th. March 13th is when I believe it is the real estate board of New York and other organizations filed this, I don't know what it's called, injunction? or just, it, they, they went to the courts and said something about it. So it's been halted till March 13th. Once March 13th, ideally there will be a specific direct, directive issued and the problem will be solved. So what's happened in the meantime? A lot of things I've been reading online. If you were trying to get an apartment in that time in between, just make it clear if you are paying for a broker fee or if you're not paying for a broker fee. A lot of landlords and property owners have elected to just sit it out and just wait and try to assume the responsibilities and liabilities of this service for themselves until further guidance. Uh, A lot of landlords who have lots of buildings anyways don't even really care. I had some other people and they just continue business as usual. And then I have have others who have immediately taken action and uh, raised their rents because of this. So as of right now, everything is as normal. And what does this mean? I think it's, I guess I wanted to come back full circle for the consumer. What does this mean for people who are not involved in the business? You're just trying to get an apartment. I think it kind of brings up um, an issue that's been going – it goes on in a lot of businesses, specifically real estate in New York where you want to get things done quickly. You need a house. It's very important. And the – the way it's advertised, the way that it's interacted with, it could, if it's a really affordable apartment, you can see lots and lots of people very quickly, and it, you know you might not be understanding what the whole relationship is. I think it needs to come down to understanding relationships. If you show, if you see an apartment online and you say, "Hey, Sally Joe, I want to see this apartment," you go there, you like it, and then they're like, "Okay, if you like this apartment, you have to give us, you know." one month rent, one month security deposit and application fee. Find out quickly, very quickly before you give any monies over, who represents who? Is that person representing you as a tenant? Is that person representing the landlord as a tenant, as a client? Are they representing you both equal? You need to find that out very quickly because it does make a difference. You need to understand if that person is transacting for you, transacting for the other party, transacting for both of you. It's it's very important to know. And sometimes I think also in our American culture, we don't really negotiate that much. We 
assume that the price listed is the price that it is and the conditions are non-negotiable. And it's that's just not true. You need to look at all transactions as a give and take. Obviously, hopefully we don't hope you're not in a position where you're desperate to make some of these decisions. But when you come from the perspective of, okay, maybe you can negotiate this or not even negotiate, just understand where everyone stands in the traction in in the transaction and where their interest lies, it will help you make decisions. And it's kind of a metaphor for other things in your life where personal relationships, business interactions, familial relationships, things like this, you can get a lot of perspective when you decide to enter into a transaction or even if you're just like hanging out with your friends, you know, in a big group, just find out what's your what's your intention, what's your interest, who's on your side, what's their intention, what's their interest. And if there's third parties or multiple adjacent parties who have mild interests or some interests in a transaction, understand where they lie and where they influence it because they could subtly influence it in certain ways that can be either advantageous to you or against your best interests. So that's the follow-up for this broker fee rental transaction follow-up. If you liked this podcast, like, subscribe, follow me online at Marcus Amadeus on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Facebook is Marcus Amadeus as well. If you want to buy, sell, rent an apartment in New York City or anywhere in the country, give me a call. I can let you know if it's worth it, uh, what's the best plan of action. We have a nationwide network of real estate professionals who could help you out. So I hope you enjoy. Like, subscribe. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.